This is Thursday, October 5th. Have you ever been surprised by the calling of God in your life? Have you thought that God might take you in one direction, but then found that instead he took you in another? Soon after Sandy and I were married, we moved to New Jersey so that I could finish a graduate degree. We loved living in Princeton, but we felt a bit out of place in New Jersey. We were far from home, and we knew no one there when we first arrived. Of course, we had no idea what would happen the second year we were there. We were invited to begin a Bible study in a home about 45 minutes north of Princeton, and during that year, that home study grew, and soon they were talking about wanting to form a new church. I think Sandy and I imagined we would return to Miami, closer to family, when I finished school. But that isn't what happened. Now here's our scripture text for today, Acts chapter 18, verse 5 to 6. When Silas and Timothy came from Macedonia, Paul devoted himself exclusively to preaching, testifying to the Jews that Jesus was the Messiah. But when they opposed Paul and came up, became abusive, he shook out his clothes in protest and said to them, Your blood be on your own heads. I am innocent of it. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. Now, we've been learning about Paul's visit to the city of Corinth. His strategy when visiting a new city was to find the local synagogue where he could make contact with other Jewish people, people that had the same faith and same cultural heritage he had. And indeed, this is what Paul did in Corinth. He didn't do this to avoid the Gentiles, but because, as we learned this week, the Jewish people were prepared to hear the gospel, and Paul was trained under one of the greatest rabbis of the time, a man named Gamaliel. Gamaliel had a place of leadership on the council in Jerusalem, and he was also a grandson of Hillel, one of the most distinguished teachers among the Jewish people at the time. Paul couldn't have been better trained to reach the Jewish people with the gospel. He had the education, he had all the training, he had the connections and status in Jerusalem. So we could imagine that the Lord would send Paul back to share the gospel in Jerusalem or anywhere else with a large population of Jewish people. But notice what happened in Corinth. Paul preached in the synagogue sharing how Jesus was the Messiah that the Jewish people had long been waiting for, but they rejected Paul and his message. Now, this must have been immensely discouraging for Paul. Surely his own people would hear him out and receive Christ. But no, they refused. At one point later on in his ministry, Paul said this, I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I wish that I myself were cursed and cut off for the sake of Christ, for the sake of my people, those of my own race, the people of Israel. That's Romans chapter 9, verse 2 to 4. In other words, Paul said he would be willing to be, be cut off if his own people would respond to the message about Jesus. But they wouldn't. They didn't. As we heard in our scripture for today, Paul proclaimed, and he did all that he could. He proclaimed Jesus. They would live with their own decision, he told them. 
But that's not the end of Paul's ministry. He told them he would go to the Gentiles. How surprising must this be? The Jew of Jews now redirecting his ministry to those he once considered dogs? I'm sure he couldn't have imagined that this might happen, this shift of calling in this way. But indeed, God's plans are often so different from our own. His calling is not what we may expect. Sandy and I learned this in New Jersey. We are ready to return to Miami or to take a call anywhere that might be closer to family to serve a church elsewhere, but we didn't anticipate staying in New Jersey. We could not imagine we would spend 16 years there and that that small home group would, that became a Bible study would grow to become a thriving congregation. We hadn't prepared for that. But this is where God led us. In the end, all our children were born in New Jersey, and we put down roots there as well. Paul would not know that, when, that this mission to the Gentiles would go long and deep, and churches would begin to spring up all across the Roman world, and that he himself would end up taking the gospel to Rome. Perhaps there are surprising turns in your story. Perhaps you are today where you didn't plan to be, but yet God has brought you here. This is the good news for those, this is good news for those that belong to Christ. God has plans that are unfolding in our lives. We are engaged in the great adventure of walking with the Lord, going where he leads, and serving where he calls us. Paul doesn't resist God's calling but I think we often do. We have our minds set on our own plans. We know what we want, and sometimes we find it difficult to see things God's way. But God is patient and also persistent with his calling in our lives. One of the joys of being with him, walking with him, is the fact that we have the privilege of joining him in his work. This is how we need to see our time in the city where God has called us that God had us, has us here for a purpose. Let us find out what he is doing so that we can enter into it as called by him. Let's pray. So often we can't see your ways, O Lord, but help us to trust you and your purposes for us. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs>